Hey guys, and welcome to another episode of the Bare Naked Health Podcast. And today uh, we're going part three of, like I said, a six-part series uh, on diving into what are the main principles that you need to work on uh, for both health, uh, longevity overall, as well as combining that with strength. And today we're going to go into movement. Uh, This is one that I'm very intrigued by, very excited to share, Uh, and again, something that I've talked to uh, a fair amount before, but I want to go over still just that combination of movement for health and for strength and how to really combine the two. Now, this I cannot emphasize enough, uh, the effect Paul Check has had on me uh, with more specifically working in than anything else. Uh, Again, working out is doing some type of movement practice that expends energy. Working in is the exact opposite, doing some type of movement practice that cultivates energy. If you can understand those two distinctions right there and know how to apply both of them, it will change your world dramatically. flat out. There's nothing else that can have more profound impact on your movement practice. So, working in. Uh, Again, if you want to learn how to work in, get the book How to Eat, Move, and Be Healthy. Uh, I might do a podcast episode on it uh, more in depth. I don't want to go into that right now. Like, working in, again, slow, rhythmic breathing exercises, basically. Breathing with movement. Uh, And it can be just about anything. Um, really the only requirements don't let your heart rate go up don't let your respiratory rate go up don't start sweating Uh, and breathe in when you're going away from fetal position breathe out when you're going towards fetal position that's the basics can be done with any movement so from this though I have learned that like training hard just balls to the wall all the time doesn't cut it uh training with weights all the time doesn't cut it like that's not always going to be what gets you strong what gets you strong is being able to recover from those exercises uh and here's that's that's my biggest thing is just the recovery from those other movement practices other times that i'm in the gym outside whatever it is whatever i'm doing uh so i like to say and try and do some type of uh working in every day uh, part of that is my Tai Chi ruler practice. Uh, part of that is just my walks. Uh, now, the walking, again, I think is for a health longevity standpoint, like, doesn't get much better than that. Uh, moving low level, just nice and easy for, I mean, minimum of a half hour. I like better an hour. And I mean, if you can break it up, do it even like four half-hour chunks throughout the day, two-hour chunks, just spreading that out, getting that movement, fantastic. Uh, Like I said, that's good, better, best. That is the best thing that you could do. Uh, What is good? Making sure you're just getting some walking throughout the day and some movement. Um, Getting this done outside is by far the best thing you can do. If you're not going to get it outside, just doing it in general uh, is going to be very, very important. 
Um, and again, this isn't meant to be like a hard, just crushing walk. It's supposed to be nice, easy, just movement. Now, as far as strength training goes, because in working out, I think strength training, resistance exercise, whatever it is, uh, if you're not doing it as part of your physical labor as a whatever job, whatever it is that you do, uh, you have to do it um, to function optimally as just a human. Um, but also, of course, if you want to get in the strength game, like it's a no-brainer. You have to lift heavy. Uh, now, as far as what does that look like? Well, this is going to get very dependent on what your goals are, what you're doing. Uh, I think at a minimum, like I said, what's good, better, best, probably two, three, or four times a week. Uh, good, better, and then best in that range. Uh, if you are just looking for overall health. Uh, it, 20 minutes, half hour, each session there is probably pretty good. Uh, if you're looking for really optimal strength, you're gonna have to take those sessions now, probably pushing more 45 minutes, maybe up to an hour. Um, does it have to be a whole lot longer than that? No, I don't think so. And again, if you look at like testosterone dropping off after about 45 minutes anyway, you don't necessarily want it going much longer than that. Uh, and again, this is going to depend on a lot of different factors too. Uh, so one of the factors obviously that I think that it takes into account uh, overall health and overall strength is you have to periodize training. Like I have patients that come and talk to me and they're like, yeah, this is my routine. And like, what do you think of it? Like, well, when like I, I start asking them questions, okay, how long have you been doing it? Uh, when do you switch it up? What do you use? Like, like, oh no, this is my routine. It's, I've been doing it every day for the last 10 years. Well, have you changed the weights on it? No, no, I just I use the same weight, do the same reps. Is that is that good? Yes, like ultimately that still is going to be a good thing. That's better than them not doing it at all. Is that better? Is that best? Absolutely not. For both health, longevity, and for strength. So you need to have somebody, if you don't know what you're doing um, with strength periodization, just overall periodization of exercises, get somebody that knows how to do that. Buy a program even, like, that's going to be better off, even if they can't customize something to you. Get, get There are a lot of good programs out there that you can still follow that are going to at least give you a periodized block. Uh, I like between two and six weeks for most people with a specific program. After that, you got to change it up. Your body adapts too quickly. You need to be moving these things. Uh, and you could recycle through the same, probably three things, um, but as long as each one ramps upon itself, as long as you're trying to get better each time, that's that's what that's where the magic happens. Uh, and again, this doesn't have to be where you're trying to go all out, lifting, going crazy, uh, if you're going for health, no, but you have to be pushing yourself a little bit because you do need to stress the muscles you do need to stress the bones uh if you don't want any uh problems to happen if you don't want to degenerate like this is going to be a very big deal actually so what else do you need to be able to do well taking these exercises through a full range of motion if you can't get through a full range of motion you're gonna have to implement some type of stretching mobilization mobilization practice uh this should be done ideally every day uh, but i also like this as a uh, periodized thing as well. Like, I, I don't think 
we should do the same exact stretches every single day ad nauseum. No, you have to have that repertoire of being able to mix stretches up. Now, still stretching the appropriate things. Like, uh, again, I'll go into this other times. All right, I've done this before. I'll probably go into it again. I want to do a little bit more in depth. Stretch what is tight, not what is taut. You can make any muscle taut if you pull it far enough. But if it's not shortened, you don't want to keep stretching that. So learning what that is, what those are for you, uh, very important to do. Now, really, again, this could be as much as, or as little as five minutes, uh, as much as however much you need, half hour, an hour of this, uh, but making sure that you're doing it uh, as a consistent practice. Uh, really, again, a little bit is going to be good. More and really working on getting that full motion is just going to be better and best is really getting that somebody having somebody look at it, you and see what it is exactly that you need to stretch for your specific body. Uh, and this is, again, health, longevity, very important, but movement, very important too. Strength, very important. If you don't have the ranges of motion to get through uh, to access some of these points for strength, it's not going to help you out either. Uh, and plus, if it's causing more breakdown because you don't have these ranges of motion, well, now you're just going to be limiting your strength career. You're going to be able to do less and less and well nobody wants to get no nobody wants to shorten their career right we want to be able to do this as long as we can uh as hard as we can as strong as we can so being able to push yourself is going to be dependent on that uh level of stretching level of mobility that you might have uh now what else goes into a movement practice well for me really the thing that might be missing here then um and i've gone back and forth people i've talked to things i've studied um, I still think some type of, I don't, for lack of a better term, steady state cardio, I think is good. Uh, I don't like this all the time. And I think maybe to mix it up to, if you have a couple strength training, uh, things in there, you're doing your stretching, uh, you're doing just your low level walking movement, whatever that is, uh, just even body weight squats throughout the day, something that doesn't really tax you, but just you're getting that constant movement, right? Um, on top of that, I think you do need uh, a little bit of a sustained push for some cardio. Um, and I like this actually more for a recovery, uh, personally, and more maybe on the strength component than anything else, is uh, maybe walking some more hills, uh, maybe doing some cycling, or just not going crazy with it, but just going at a steady state to get the heart rate up and just leave it at that level for a little bit. Uh, for me, just usually feels good. Maybe doing that one, two days a week, uh, but I think then also some type of uh, interval training. Uh, and this can be done with weights. Uh, if you don't want to do it with weights, again, this can also be done then uh, with a bike, with some sprints, with, uh, uh, I mean, uh, really whatever you want, a ski ergometer, uh, anything that just allows you to just move really hard for 10, 20, 30 seconds, a minute, and then take basically two to three times that length of time, two to four times probably uh, that length of time off. So if you go all out for 10 seconds, take 30 seconds off, come back to it. Uh, if you go all out for a minute, maybe take two minutes off, take four minutes off. And when I say off now, it's just that very low level, uh, still moving, still recovering in between, but do a few bouts of that. Where do you start? Start with maybe three, four bouts, but I mean, work on up to 
uh, 10 bouts of that, uh, 15 bouts of that, where you're really starting to push yourself. Uh, and I think that pretty much covers it for movement. Uh, sure, looking at the, again, my understanding of it, and Paul check the problem movement patterns there. Uh, so you need to be able to incorporate a squat, a lunge or step of some sort, uh, a bend pattern, a twist pattern, push, pull. Like the, these are the must-haves, uh, as well as throwing in gait in there. I think everybody, oh, so I said the high-intensity uh, stuff. I think everybody should do some form of sprints. Uh, you have to be able to move quickly. Uh, you shouldn't lose that ability. You might not be as fast as you always were, right? But having that explosiveness uh, component to things still very important. So there is movement in a nutshell. Uh, look at your movement practice currently. Uh, whether you're moving for, again, if it's just for general health, doing some strength training, doing some walking, doing maybe a little bit of cycling, uh, doing your stretching, doing your working in every day, you're pretty good. Now, take that and magnify more like the lifting specific uh, things and really working on the intensity of lifts and there's your strength program now like it doesn't have to look that drastically different but there are going to be some nuanced differences uh, and again mainly it comes down to the strength programming and what you're doing for your lifting uh, and you're also going to probably have to do a little bit more working in because you're going to be expounding that much more energy we need to cultivate that much more too uh, and you need to make sure that you're stretching you're mobilizing you're not becoming uh, shortened physiologically by any of the lifts that you are doing. Uh, so you'll just have to be on your point, on point a little bit more so with all of those things, all of those tools, all of those tactics, uh, and you'll be on your way to getting pretty damn strong. And hey, don't do it for anybody else. Do it for yourself. Do it because you enjoy it, uh, because it allows you to push your body, and I think you'll get a lot out of it. So that is it for movement practice. Uh, tune in next week, uh, next time. Uh, we'll be going a little bit more uh, into the rest of the uh, six. Like I said, we're halfway there, so we're going to get a few more going for you guys, and I hope you enjoy. Thanks again for listening, and don't forget to head over to BarenakedHealthPodcast.com to check out the show notes for today's episode. While you're there, go to my calendar and schedule a 15-minute call so we can discuss what is your biggest struggle when it comes to maintaining your health. Remember that I'm a holistic lifestyle coach, and the show is sponsored by you guys. Each of you that I work with helps me to be able to put out podcasts like this for free, so thanks again for your love and support. Finally, if the show has helped you out in any way, please head over to iTunes to give the Bare Naked Health Podcast a positive comment and five-star rating. This really goes a long way in getting the word out with how simple health can be and helping to share the podcast with others, so thank you.